actually the anti-playtime it's no playtime it's sitting quietly time yeah time to sit quietly Woohoo! Woo, that's so exciting yay. yay good boy can you sit quiet i don't think so you guys no usually jerry uh sits Definitely on not. ken's lap when we do the pod and right now he's standing at the by the coffee table just staring because he's expecting to play um i'm gonna he, try and trick him into gentle play which yeah. sometimes he likes she's Come got here. the purple snake yep but the snake has legs. It's not a snake. It's a gecko. A gecko. It looks like a snake with or legs. Or a lizard. Um, hi, Carp. Hi, Ken. Hi, hi friends. friends. Welcome back, you guys. We missed a week last week. Whoops. Did you even notice? Did you even care? Let us know. Hit uh, us up at doingagood at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at doingagood. I've got to say, usually Kendra and I text about like well what are we gonna do can we make it in time when can we make up for it should we just skip it or and then usually we'll also say something on instagram and this time it just happened we didn't talk about it it was a little complicated because um because we released that last episode on a monday and then you know here as we always have a deal it was a really busy week as it always (laughs) is um yeah and usually you're the one that reminds me and you didn't mm-hmm. which because, i was surprised by um because insider info kendra was so busy <laughs> that i felt guilt about trying to remind her to do one more thing right. i was like i can't i cannot bother her right all I, I can do that. is tell her she's doing a great job. Which I was, and and so thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, really good work. <laughs> um, also, I feel like we've set this precedent now that we have to say how busy it is every time we start the podcast. So, like, if we ever don't say that for, like, God, what a chill time, somebody check in and make sure we're okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're always busiest, it feels like. It feels that way, yeah. So if we don't feel busy, maybe we're ill. Or, yeah. or dead. Oh, God. The worst of all. Yeah. Um, we released the menu. It happened. That's yep. what we were so busy with. And then just like the week after that, everything, I feel like we well, both worked a lot or yeah, I don't know. And it seems like there's this thing, this expectation that I have at least where like we do these menus twice a year and there's a lot of work leading up to it. And then somehow in my mind, I'm like, once it's released, then everything's back to normal. Right. Which is not the case because Kendra has to do the supplementar- supplementary? Yes, that's the okay, word. Okay, that is a word. Um, menus and like dialing in all the recipes and... Um, and it's just a lot whatever. of, you know, you guys, it's just a lot. Yeah. I feel like um, a mantra I've s- sort of started chanting to myself. It's an obvious truth, but... Um, Everything takes longer than you think. Yeah. And, especially uh, for you. Especially for me. Yeah. You know what I was realizing recently? What? I think that I get some of that from my dad. Because I, I, if you spend any quality time with my dad you in his, like, regular routine, you'll start to witness that he is really... It's He's not slow. He's not lazy. But things take him a really long time. Like... 
If he's yeah. like, I'm going to go out and get the mail, I'll watch him. And what he does is go to the mailbox, get the mail, come in and like bring it to the table. But somehow this whole activity takes 15 minutes. Yeah, like way longer than it should. Yeah. It's like you. Right. I don't, I think it's hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know what, why, why that's happening. Like I'll witness myself doing something and, and know that it's taking longer than it should. But I'm like, I don't know how to shave time off of what I'm doing. Like, why does it take me longer than the average person to put on deodorant? I don't know. What am I doing wrong? I mean, I think maybe you just move at a slower pace. But you've seen so me it's move. Like, I'm hurrying around yeah, all but the time. So it's, like, it's like, okay, so you have the thought where you need to put on deodorant. Right. And then you walk to the living room where your deodorant is. But on the walk to the living room, you see something else and you tap in and you like look at it or pick it up or like have a moment where you stop and just think about it for a minute <laughs> and then you go you, then you realize what you were doing you're like oh i i'm in here because i'm putting on deodorant and then you go to the deodorant and then like maybe the tv is on and you take a second to like poke your eyes over there and before you know it like four minutes have gone by okay so you think it is a part uh distraction part multitasking yeah and you think it, it's probably connected to how there's like so many things happening in my brain yeah. at one time yeah probably okay i'll accept that yeah because it's like the it's not like you know i think it's hard it's like not like the act of putting on deodorant is what takes you so long it's like getting from point a to point b right and then i'm like oh i can't i can't put the deodorant on in the shirt that I'm wearing, because this is my pajama shirt, and I should put my tank my my shirt for the day on first, so that I don't get deodorant on it when I put it on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It was a, that was not a strong example. But. I feel like it was a pretty strong example. Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, like, <laughs> so we in this new menu. It's very fun, flirty, fun. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of like syrups to make love syrup so we tried to make the actual cre- uh, creating of the cocktail pretty fast and easy but that means there's more work on the front end with prepping stuff sure so i had we'd made all the recipes and then i went through and blew them all up so that you could batch the syrups and stuff in larger quantities sure right um i was to type that up and email it to kendra but i accidentally left it at work and yes. yesterday, two days ago, she texted me and was like, I need that stuff. And I was like, oh, crap, it's at work. So she found it and she was like, oh, I'll, I'll just type it up. And I was like, mm, well, OK, but ask me if you have any questions. And then like two minutes later, she texted me and was like, I can't read this. Yeah. My notes about how to do things were like, it looked sort of like a drawing that someone had done or like a paint by number that hadn't been colored in yet. You're like, there's, it just was like truly gibberish. Yeah. And I, and I told her like, that is a window into what it's like in my yeah. brain all the time. Like truly it was just gibberish. Like there was no way, I don't think any, and even as a person who knew exactly what went into all of those cocktails. <laughs> And like seeing numbers like drawn on the side and been like, okay, well, I'm assuming that's that means in reference to this part of this syrup and that means because it's more right. than this other number. But it was like, I was also at work during the time and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this figured out right. while I'm working. 
Well, it doesn't it, make it's any like sense. Dumb math equations, like eight yeah. L times two. Yeah, but. 0.35 and four of them and you're yeah. like what I'm does like, that why? mean only you know only i know also you guys have a case of the yawns right now mm, i guess you, i'm tired should i call you yanni defranco yeah you could call me yanni defranco <laughs> what pretty good how has that never come up in my life before yeah especially as such a big yanni defranco to have an app named weibo uh, we could see if the app store has it what does she want what? what's she talking about Weibo? It, she thinks I said open my Weibo. What is Weibo? I don't know. It's an. It's. She said it's an app in the App Store. We could see if the App Store has Let's it. Let's see if the App Store has okay, it. Okay, so Weibo is spelled W E I B O. Weibo. Weibo. <laughs> Let's see if the App Store has it. Weibo. Okay. I wonder what it. Should we make guesses at what it could be? I think it's related to pets, like Furbo. Oh, love it. That yeah, is really that's smart. My guess. I'm gonna guess that it is some kind of. Like, to-do list app. Oh, yeah, that seems right, too. Oh. Oh. Weibo. Weibo. It's a thing. What is it? Is it spelled that way? Yes. It is in the social networking category. Okay. And it is, appears to be perhaps Korean. Okay. It is written in a language that I don't understand. Weibo. Oh, yeah. Well, but, okay, hold on. What is the, oh, yeah, interesting. Totally a thing. Weird. Does anybody use Weibo? Can you tell us what it is? Because we can't or read about it. Or if you are fluent in other languages, can you look it up and see if you can figure out what it is? Um, here's what, okay, here's what the app, uh, the app store says about it. Okay. Weibo will guide you through every splendid moment all over the world and show you every story behind the screen. Share anything you want. Let the whole world hear your voice. Find the latest and the most comprehensive information here, whether it's from official news or grassroots gossips. Ooh, I love grassroots gossips. Yeah. <laughs> Learn about the up-to-date trend you're following in sports, movies, finance, food, amusement, and all the areas that attract you. Huh. Want to say something? Just post texts, photos, videos, or anything you want. Express yourself freely and lightheartedly. It, okay. It is, uh, I'm looking it up now on Wikipedia. Okay. It is in Mandarin, so it's a Chinese okay, app. Okay, gotcha, Mandarin. And it has 445 million monthly active users as of the end of 2018. So, Holy like, cow. Actually, a lot of people use Weibo. Um, it's been a huge financial success with surging stocks, lucrative advertising sales, and high revenue. Uh, at the start of 2018, it surpassed the 30 billion market valuation mark for the first time. Wow. Okay, Weibo's a big deal. Weibo's a thing. So if anybody's confused, what happened was my Siri thought I was talking to her. Which and we were not. We were not. And misunderstood Which what I was saying. Which we are rarely talking to her. Dude, I've zero times actually talked to Siri on this I've phone. done it. I've, I do it occasionally. But it... But, Almost always it happens when I don't want it to be doing it. Do pe- I don't even know how I keep doing it on accident. You just say, hey, Siri. Yeah, but how did it just think like, I was see, talking to her then? Probably something that you said sounded like, hey, Siri. Was it Yanni DeFranco? Was that? No. <laughs> anyway. I think you said, how have I never, how has this never come up in my life before? And maybe right. somewhere along the lines of that, that just, I don't know. She had FOMO. She had FOMO. And she, she wanted, wanted to be a part of the part. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know what? I get it. I get Been it. there. Classic. Classic. She thought I said Weibo. She told us to check the app store. We did. We all learned something. We all learned something. 
Look Siri, at this. Siri was included. Second week in a row, we're learning stuff. Oh my gosh, I love learning stuff. Yeah. You know what? It's a whole new world for us now. It is. Just Maybe so, every week. So much information coming at you. Yeah, we could learn anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What What else? What, what, else what the frick did we, we do the last week and a half? I know. I feel like something juicy was going on. No, I don't think anything juicy. No. What was there juice? No juice for me. Just work. The weather's been shaping up. That's nice. I'm talking about the weather. Oh my god, don't. <laughs> no! It has been nice, though. We're like cruising through the 60s right now, so there's that. Um, What are you looking at over there? My notes. Oh, her notes, you guys. Yeah. You got anything in there? You oh. said you had an awakened asleep. You yeah. Wanna... And there's a lot of Game of Thrones notes. Okay. Um, Which are are more like, you not episode related just just talking like, points yeah just fun thoughts um fun thoughts fun thoughts um awake and asleep yes are you oh you're looking for it i'm looking for it you guys the notes section in my phone you know you can search in there right can't you just pull down and search really? awake and asleep i think that you can do that now i should start a freaking no, in my phone that is just the awakes and the, the asleeps. It, yeah, probably. Okay, so there's three of them. Only one of them I actually know what it means. So let's start with confusion. Okay, love it. Okay, one note just says $25 Bed Bath & Beyond with a Katie. With a Katie. C-A-T-I. How do you know? Okay, here's my question about that. How do you know it was C-A-T-I? I don't know. It's like when we were, when I named the spice girls yeah how did i know who was who like i i saw them and i called their names out in my head i that's what i i imagine i had like an intuitive understanding that that's how it was spelled but right. another possibility is that the 25 dollar bed bath and beyond part is clearly true with a katie or catty might be a typo of some kind, which I was too tired oh, to see. Fair. So it could be anything. But I, that, I think, stems from um, we had, right before my dad came to town. Ugh. Okay. I'll back it up. So <laughs> <laughs> we had a an aero bed, right? Which we use when we're camping and for guests. And it's like a super same tight thing a air mattress. Use, right. use aero beds for. Right. <laughs> um... I just don't want anybody to think that, like, that's our regular mattress. Okay. You know what I'm yeah, saying? that makes sense. Um, it's a, it's really great. It's fancy. When our house flooded, the aero bed was ruined. Yep. And so we were like, oh, well, I'll go get another one since my dad is coming to stay. Um, excuse me. Yeah, they're hella expensive. Yeah. I had not. I, it had been so many years since we freaking bought it that I had no memory of it costing that much. It was like... The cheapest one you can get is like $200. Okay. Yellow. Riddle me this. I'm going to look at my iPhone keyboard. Okay. I think maybe you meant with a coupon? Not a Katie? Maybe. Like $25 off at Bed Bath & Beyond with this coupon. Oh, that, see, that is the thing that makes sense. Which also makes me think but it's the my... the O and the A aren't close enough to each other for that to make a whole lot of sense, but the mm. other letters are close. Okay, or what if it was just supposed to be cat? 
Maybe I had $25 at Bed Bath & Beyond with a cat. Which means I'm shopping with a kitten. Oh. Okay, like you get $25 off if you bring a cat? Nor like, I have $25. I'm at Bed Bath & Beyond. With a cat. With a cat. Oh, okay. Me and the cat are going to spend $25 there. Alex told me he had a dream that... um that Shaquille O'Neal gave him a pair of LeBrons, like the <laughs> shoes. And I was like, that's so weird. That's great. He said, were you excited? He said, I, I was elated. Oh, and I was like, okay. I love that. So precious. I remember, I think maybe he said they were yellow. Okay. Yeah. Also, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, he does the he does so many ads. Yeah. But he does those commercials for the general insurance with the really bad CGI. Yes. Um, And it's always on... During, like, daytime TV. He's really funny. Yeah. He... I, I have mixed... It's like... So I have not seen that series of commercials, though okay. I know what they are and I know that he's in them. Right. Um, He is funny. I, as a person who watches a lot of basketball, he does, like, the halftime reports on TNT. And he's, you know, he's a commentator. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And... Sometimes I find, and it's not just him, it's like this whole group of dudes. There's like two dudes who are actually there giving serious input, and then there's fucking Shaq and Charles Barkley who just like mostly yell at each other the whole time. But like, but not like, yeah, like mean yell, it's just like they both kind of just like talk loud, and sometimes they're, it's like they're always trying to be the funny guy. Oh, that's a bad look. To me, when I'm like just trying to get my basketball information, you it doesn't want. always. So, yeah. I don't oh, really love okay. Shaq as like a, also, as a color commentator. Speaking from personal experience, when you are trying to be funny, it does yeah, not it make people laugh. No. It doesn't work. That Well, that's why Alex thinks that I'm not funny. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, you guys, there's a, a serious issue happening in <laughs> Ken and Al's relationship, which is that he doesn't, uh, he says he doesn't think Kendra's funny. Which, which is just, A, it's not true on both fronts. I think that he thinks I'm funny. Yes. And B, I am funny. <laughs> so <laughs> none of it makes sense to me. I don't think, I mean, I guess some people don't care about comedy, but I find it would be impossible to be in love with someone if you didn't think they were funny. How could you do that? It's just not possible. Yeah, I mean... So, first of all... It's just not right. He obviously thinks you're funny. Yeah, he just thinks that... He says he thinks I'm trying to be funny too often, I think. Mm. Or like the I'm... Like I'm fishing for joke, for fishing for laughs. Maybe. Well, he, I don't, he, to his credit, he's never said that exactly. But maybe that's what I. What, like, that's is you're, going what to, you're inferring. Yeah. What What is his reasoning? Has he explained this? No, and uh. I think that he also he loves to push like my buttons. Oh yeah, and so I think he thinks I'm funny, but he knows that I don't like that he says that I'm not funny. Right. So he so, just does it more. So I think it's been a while though. To be fair, you guys, it's been a while since he said that. When was the last time he laughed at something you did or said? Oh, I don't know. Pretty recently, but also typically if he laughs at something that I've done, he'll say, I hate that I laughed at that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say that fishing for laughs is really hard not to do when making people laugh is one of the greatest joys of life. Right. And uh, also when sorry, you're hilarious. <laughs> yeah right you just just uh cracking jokes is a way of life for you yeah. really um i know poor carrie 
has explained to me many times that sometimes when I'm trying to be funny, it's not funny, which is something I do mostly to him. Um, and and I will say something and then I'll look at him and go like, eh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's no. Like, no, that didn't. You can't. You can't expect a laugh. Yeah. I'm like, but sometimes I need you to just do, just laugh. Okay. Oh gosh, what did I say the other day? I texted you. What was it? Oh, I said, I just did a really funny thing, but no one was around oh, to hear it. It was good. And Jerry had like accidentally, he was like too close to the edge of the couch mm-hmm. and accidentally fell off. And I said out loud, even though, like Alex was in the other room, but he had his headphones on. Yeah. And he was just doing you had no audience. But I said out loud, oh, we got a real Alicia Keys up in here. <laughs> As in Alicia Keys fallen. I keep on falling. It was a great joke. And I laughed, and then I sent it to Carly, and she laughed, and then I sent the same text to Alex, even though we're in the same house. A lot of times when he's doing schoolwork, we'll just text from the other room. Right. He's in the zone. And he said he didn't get it. Or he said, like, what does that mean? And I was like, damn it. Excuse? But I think that he did get it. He just doesn't. He was pushing your buttons. Yeah, he doesn't want me to get the laugh. Yeah, he does not want to give you a treat. No. Darn. So. What is that about, Alex? I don't know, Al. Check in. I know you listen. Yeah, what are you doing out there? Just give the girl a laugh. Just give me a giggle. A, a chuckle. Yeah. I don't need a lot. You don't need a guffaw. No. A, a hearty har har. I need a knee slap. Ooh, I mean, love I'll, a knee slap. I'll slapper, take a though. knee slap. Yeah. Sign <laughs> but, me up for one of those. But if you don't have it in you, that's okay. I also love a laugh where it's so hard that no sound comes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But by far the best laugh is laughing so hard you cry. Oh, yeah. I love experiencing that. What I about crying so hard people? you laugh? Been there, sister. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're both good. The first time in my life that I was simultaneously laughing and crying at the same time, I was like, whoa, this is confusing. Do you remember when that was? Or like what the scenario was? No. Let me think. Or is it is it a shareable moment? If it's not, no biggie. We can get we can come back to it. We'll get, yeah, let me see if I can remember. Yeah. And I'll get back to you. Okay. Um, okay, so... We gotta get cooking here. Long story here. short, Nash, um, twenty-five dollar oh Bed Bath and Beyond. Who we knows? We have two more waking to sleep. So let's okay. go. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about being at Bed Bath and Beyond, you guys. One, they have really weird, crazy products. There's so many things that I'm like, who's buying this? So much of it is like as seen on TV stuff. Yes, which is weird. Totally. And some inventions that I'm like, nobody needs that. Like what? Um, I took some pictures. Okay. So I'll I'll we'll, we'll recap we'll this recap. at a later date. Yeah. Got it. Um, okay. Another note I have that I don't know what it means. Nationalized chapsticks. Hmm. <laughs> what? Nationalized, Nationalized chapsticks. Nationalized chapsticks. To me, it seems like you, like a health insurance kind of thing. Like everybody should get to uh, have chapstick. Oh, I love that. Like everybody deserves to have chapstick. Hydrated lips. Yeah. For I all of America. chapstick right now. Oh. Don't go get some. Okay. Not worth it. Not <laughs> worth it. You did. If you had it close, I would have. I turned around. As I mean, though there's I that one, but I don't like the flavor. And it's kind of old. Mm. Yucky. Okay. okay Nationalized chapsticks. One. Who knows? Um, last one. Hodor in a white Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt. Very cool. Sleeves rolled up. Very cool. Showing his guns. Making the exact same pose that Steve Austin is making on the shirt. Hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Yeah. 
So the so I, I agree with it as an idea. Picture of Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin on a T-shirt. Yeah, and they're both doing the same. Yeah, pose. I get it. So good. I thought you meant you knew more of like where it came from. I mean, I guess it probably just came from. I I've been I've been having a lot of Game of Thrones dreams. Yeah. Slash waking up and immediately thinking about Game of Thrones. But where does the Stone Cold come in? I don't know. Because you're not a wrestling guy. You're not like a big wrestling fan. I don't know. Hmm. No idea. I mean, I love it. So it's, it's a great concept. And I remember look, seeing him in my dream and thinking like, man, it's really cool that Hodor is a Steve Austin fan. Yeah. So tight. <laughs> so unexpected. <sighs> oh, I don't know. Also, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to imagine Hodor like being ripped because he's not really ripped. Right. He's just big. He's like he's just like a massive unit. He's a force. Yeah. So I'm I'm loving like the showing his guns part of that. Yeah. In my in my dream, he was he had the same build as Steve Austin, and I also was like, I never knew that. How tall Under is, all those clothes, how tall is Steve Austin? You know what? Let's learn through Google. Oh, should we ask Siri? Ooh, yeah. Ask Siri. How do I how do I get and her? Just say, hey Siri. Hey Siri. How tall is Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin is six feet two inches tall. Very cool. Thank you. Will you figure out how tall Hodor is? Hey Siri. How tall is Hodor? Okay. I found this on the web for how tall is Hodor. Check it out. Okay, check we're gonna check it <laughs> we're out. We're gonna check it out. You Thank best you. believe we're going to. There's a bustle article titled, How Tall Are the Game of Thrones Actors? Okay, of course somebody wrote a freaking article about this. Oh my god. Okay. Is Here Hodor, my question is, is he actually really tall? Or is it one of those things where they make him look tall, like, with effects? Yeah. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. scrolling. Oh, Stupid ads popping up all over the place. Scrolling. Scrolling. scrolling, she's almost there. I can feel it. They say Kit Harrington is 5'10. Here he comes. Which is interesting because they also say that Aiden Gillen, who plays Littlefinger, is 5'10, but on the show he seemed taller than Than Kit? Yeah. Um He does seem taller than Kit, but I think it's just his build is different. Hmm. Oh wow. Is it, it must be a long list in there, huh? It's like freaking everyone. So if we get to the bottom of this list and he's not here, um Brienne of Tarth is six foot three. That's tight. Yeah, she's she's very, very tall. Okay. All right. The hound is six foot six. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. How tall is he? So the actor is Christian Naren. Narn N A I R N. I don't know. He is Seven feet tall. Oh, he's seven foot? He, so he is big. Legitimately a giant. Legitimately big. How tall do you have to be to be legitimately a giant? I don't know, but I definitely don't think that he would be considered legitimately a giant. Well, uh, the Bustle article says he's legitimately a giant. Okay. Well, then maybe they know something we don't know. How tall are giants? Um, oh! Anyone over six foot eight inches is classified as a giant. What? That feels crazy to me, and maybe a little, like, I mean, I don't know. So anyone over 6'8 is a giant? That seems, how tall is Carrie? 6'4". Uh, so he's not a giant. No. He's just tall. Wow. So what does, so that means, like, all basketball players are giants? Well, not all, but a lot Should of Should we look at the wiki for gigantism? Gigantism? You know, maybe a little later, maybe next time. 
Okay, we've done we've done too much research. We just already. dove so deep. Yeah, we need to climb back out <laughs> and come into back, back. Welcome back to the pod. Welcome We're back. Here. Welcome back. Uh, do you want to talk about it? The thing that we said we were going to talk about that we always pretend like we don't talk about it, and then we're just bringing it up casually on the pod. Yeah, except this one we didn't like really get into. Yeah, let's see how it goes. All right. Uh, okay, so we went to a show. Mm-hmm. We did. There was a juicy thing. You were right. Carly and I. Okay. Well, here's let's backtrack. Boop 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 boop. Before the pod. I feel like we always hung tough. Like we were hanging out, doing shit, oh, going yeah. places, mm-hmm. doing stuff. Yeah, we were like gals on the go living that life and together. And now it's like the pod. We do the pod. Uh-huh. And that kind of cuts into our like weekly hang time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so while we didn't do the pod last week, we did get to like just hang out as like regular friends who yeah. weren't doing work any, or, any type or of a work. project. Yeah, yeah. like went to go do a thing together completely outside of anything else. Which, which was, was really nice. So nice. Yeah, it's like cool to remember that it's that like, is like a cool thing to yeah. do with your friends. It's like when you live with somebody, a partner or a friend yeah. or whatever, you like will find that you don't spend a lot of quality time with them actually because you're just sort of around them all the all time. All the time. Similar, like we do a lot, a lot of our world intersects. Right. And so because we do all of these things together. That ends up being that, the time that, that is we our spend time. together. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to go see one of our, um, one of our favorite artists mm-hmm. who is um, Jen, what the heck is her? Was, was, Wagner? Wasner? Wasner? Well, I don't know. Am I I even, is it even a W? Here we go. We went to go see the lead singer of one of our collectively favorite bands, White Oak, who has a solo project called Flock of Dimes. Wasner. Wasner. Not sure how you pronounce Um, it. And we both really love her a lot. Like pretty deeply. Not only just like for her musical, but for some reason we both feel like she's already our friend. Yeah. We feel connected to her. Right. And uh, her music... She has the Y Oak is great. Her solo project is, is great. great. Everything she does is great. Is great, and lyrically and musically, vocally, it's all working. She just seems cool, and we feel like yeah, we, we feel, feel like we could be friends. Like with we're, her. Yeah, we're, we're future we feel, friends. We feel like we are already friends with her. Yeah, Jen, if you're listening, that sorry if that sounds creepy. Yeah, you're not listening. She's not listening. No, but but we there was a, a point during the show when because we're both well when. I have become a schemer thanks to being <laughs> friends with Carly, but because we are both kind of schemers, we're like, how do we hang out with her? And we hung around the show after for like a minute, and then we realized this is not right. This is not this right. This is weird. Yeah, what Let's are we going to do and here? Let's go do our own thing. And yeah. we did, and it was great. But on the walk back to the car, we were talking about, I brought up how it didn't make sense for us to try and just magically be friends with her because that's not how... Relationships are like grown and fostered, right? And and the context it, that we were in was not the right context to try to have a regular conversation, right? We had the opportunity to say like, "Hey, your show is really great. I love your music," or "Thank you so much." Um, but that is not a segue into a friendship, no. And it's not like we were all guests at a party mingling, which is totally different. Totally different. Guests at a party mingling, absolutely. Welcome to dip into that zone. Right. So Paid we, to see you do art. Mm-hmm. Not an okay time to ask for a favor. 
So this led me <laughs> the to... The favor of friendship. The favor of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be a favor and be our friend. <laughs> but this led me to, um, as we were talking about it, I there is a sports writer that I follow whose name is Ashley Neville, and I follow her because she writes about the Suns, the basketball team that I follow, and yada, yada, yada. And she did this, like, the question thing on Instagram, and somebody asked her how she got into the industry because they want to do it. And her response Mm. was, build relationships, don't ask for favors. Uh And that, like, when I... I brought that up to Carly about us not really being able to be friends with Jen in this particular moment. Mm-hmm. And I like resonated with both of us. Yeah. Not only in that minute, but like just in general. Build relationships. Build relationships. Don't ask for favors. Like it, if you're a person who needs a favor mm-hmm. or, is, you know is trying to get into a new scene or if you're trying to get promoted at your job or switch careers yeah. or don't go to someone who's doing the thing you want to do mm-hmm. and ask them to help. I mean, you can ask them to help you do it, but before that you have to build a relationship, right? Don't the first thing you should not do <laughs> Wait, is whoa, what the first thing you shouldn't do. The first thing you, the last, the thing. last thing you should do. Yeah, there you go. Made it active. Yeah. <laughs> took it took it from the passive and made thing it active. You should do is walk up to uh, the singer of a band you really like and say, "Let's be friends." Yep. Um it just has to happen organically, I think. Well, and there's um I don't know. It's sort of it's a fine line, I guess. It's interesting because this we were uh, that that sentiment, that statement that Kendra shared, like, really resonated with us so hard. And we were talking about that, which quickly bled into the idea of networking. Which is the worst. The worst. Hate it. But oh, sometimes but necessary. Often necessary and can be done... Um, it can be done the wrong way, which is to wind up asking for favors. Right. Um, in order to advance your own status. Like, okay, but it's complicated, right? Because networking in it, in its essence is about advancing your your status. Right. So and everybody how, but, knows that and everybody does it. And that, it, it's a normal sort of accepted thing. But then within that, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And the right way is building relationships. And the right. wrong way is asking for favors. Right. Right. How do you navigate? How do you know when you're doing it the right way and when you're doing it the wrong way? Right. I guess I guess we didn't come to you with this part of the conversation about having a lot of answers, but kind of just wanting to explore the idea of Yeah. What is the right and wrong way to ask for a favor, basically, which is, you know, at the end of the day, kind of what you're doing. What is the right and wrong way to to do those things, to yeah. network, to ask for yeah. a favor, to build your own status, to create your brand, to, you know, with the movie, it's like, how do we ask people Yeah, they're, to right. do things for us? Right. <laughs> We're making this movie and already there's been um, so many times when we've had to ask people to participate right. in different ways, whether it's like donating money or being the sound guy. Um and there's so much self-consciousness wrapped up in that 
um, because, well, a, a number of reasons, but one reason being you don't want to do it the wrong way. Right. Um, and I think, I don't know about y'all, but for fear of doing it the wrong way or um, seeming uh, sort of self-congratulatory, mm -hmm. I err on the side of just not networking at all. And that um, really doesn't serve me. Yeah, like totally. Like, even if we were at a party with with Jen, our... Yeah, our friend. Friend. Our friend Jen. <laughs> yeah. And, like, because I know that she's really impacted my life in a cool way, and I feel like we could be friends, and I want to be friends with her, I would prop... I perhaps would avoid talking to her. So because like, I wouldn't want to seem like I was trying to be her friend. Yep. Okay, here's 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 the thing. So when I was very actively playing music, yeah, back in my day, back in, um, in your in your old band days, I was very very active in my community. Yes. And a lot of good things came to me because of that pretty specifically. Like I went to everybody's shows. I knew everyone's first name. I hung out with them outside of music community work. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like that is the probably one of the only times I've really done that, like built relationships instead of asked for favors because and it, and it worked like yeah. it. It turned it into a thing where because of the relationships that I had built. You had more opportunities. I had more opportunities come my way. Right. Which, like, I've, so I'd done it firsthand, the way that maybe you are supposed to do it, or right. the way that, <clears throat> I don't ever, I, you know, it's hard to say, like, supposed to, because everybody is different, and every, also everybody wants things, like, if you are going to come to me, maybe I don't want you to build a relationship. Maybe I just want you to get to the bottom of it and be like, what I need from you is this. Right. Everybody is different. Right. <clears throat> but for me, I, I have found that building relationships is is a really healthy way to start to, to be in your community and good things will come, basically. Right. Well, and I think if you're doing any, I can't really speak to other fields, but if you are in a creative field, yeah, um, a very large part of your success whether it's monetarily or exposure wise or whatever is going to be impacted by relationships yeah one of the reasons i think that um i have i haven't done more in terms of like being a part of people's sort of passion projects is that i don't have i don't <clears throat> like network and build connection in the in the actor community or the filmmaker community in town i don't do you want to? Um, what what holds you back from doing that? I have um, big question. Sorry, that's all right. I just hit you with the tough stuff. Well, stop, Jerry. Like, yeah, geez, Jerry. Does he need to go potty? No. Okay. Oh, I guess he already did go mm -hmm. outside. I think that, like a number of things in my life, it I get in my own way. Um, sure. And I'm very self-conscious about seeming um, 
Like, why can't I think of any of the words? No words. Because you're getting in your own way right now. Oh my gosh. Oh. Um, like, I don't want to seem presumptuous or full of myself or think that I'm really important or like I'm trying to advance my own position. And like, but my, my fear of coming across that way just means that it just prevents me from doing it at all, which is ridiculous because in fact, what I would do is just have regular conversations with people. Right. I don't know, you know. I don't know. It's interesting, actually, that we're talking about this because um, I study voiceover with this woman in L.A. She teaches me over the phone, and um, she's like a pretty intense and successful woman. And I was... Intense and successful is very, very accurate for describing her. (laughs) And I was just on the phone with her um, yesterday. Oh. And I was sharing with her a job that I had booked. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? You booked a job for this client and nobody knows about it? You didn't share it on Facebook? You didn't share it on Instagram? Mm. And I was like, no. And she was like, listen, I know there's a lot of bullshit about actors always being like, wow, look at this job I got. We were just talking about that. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. But you have you have to do it to add. You have to share your successes when they matter, and you need you can know when to share and when not to share. But you, sure, you know whatever. She was encouraging me to to put more of that out there, and I realized like I don't almost ever. So right. I think when we were talking about uh, building relationships, not asking for, for favors. favors, I mistake um, a lot of. I like to, I'll build relationships on a personal level, but if there's anything else involved regarding money or career or creativity, like I will always imagine that it will be asking for a favor so I don't participate in Mm. it. And I have a a much better, easier time uh, building relationships that are just about people knowing each other. So it's interesting. I think that that's, I gotta, I gotta like, you gotta flip like the flip script. it. Yeah, because yeah. because the more you share your personal world with your creative experience, uh-huh. the more people know. It's like even know about what you do, and then they'll say, "Oh yeah, Carly does this." Like I'll give her the opportunity. I'm gonna hit her up for this. Right. It's like, and it's the same thing because they're doing the same thing as well. Like right. Uh, what's what did we say like many many episodes ago? Um. Someone will correct me, but it, the phrase is like, uh, uh, all boats rise with the tide. What's oh, the that phrase? one. What is the phrase? <laughs> yeah. All boats a, rise a, with a the tide. A rising tide lifts all boats. Mm, you got there. Yep. A rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, you, the more success you have, the more success people around you are able to have as long as you include them in your, in your world. Right. And as long as you include yourself. Your, you include yourself? Can you say that? Yes. That sentence? Yeah. It's late to me. I don't know why my brain is tired. <laughs> it's like six o'clock. Um, the more you include yourself and show yourself so that they can include you in their worlds. Right. And that, I think when we had that conversation so long ago, what we also, what we talked about too is like um, sharing what's happening in your life so that other people can support you. Which if nobody knows what you're doing or what matters to you then nobody can nobody can say say like job. hey can yeah. you do this for me mm-hmm. yeah or like 
I wanted to check in on how you're doing because I knew that you were struggling with this project or whatever. Which, so yeah, it's all, it's all all connected. connected. It's all connected. It is challenging to witness people who can't read the room and believe that they are building relationships when what they're doing is asking for favors. Right. And it is challenging to see that and not sort of assume that that's the way it's going to be. Right. Like, you don't, not everybody does that. No. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to articulate mm, it mm-hmm, in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to get there. Basically, this is just, I, I like that this conversation went where it went. It has, I don't, <laughs> I kind of like that we went into it with no ideas and now we're here, which is where, who knows? Who knows? Um, who could say? But, you know, it's like, I feel like the both of us could probably just do better about being more vocal about the things we're doing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. Maybe we'll just, maybe now we'll just make a pact. We're just going to do it. Friendship pact. Friendship pact. Just talk about the cool shit you're doing and other people will talk about their cool shit and then you can work on cool shit with other people and then you can meet Jen. Yeah, that, um. And goal. Also, if you know her. Yeah. And you're friends with her. Um, we're not asking for a favor, but we would like to come to a party. Yeah, we would love the opportunity to. to work with you <laughs> and also <laughs> hang out with your friends and meet new people and network <laughs> sounds like we're asking for a favor this is what happened the other night too we're like there's no way there's no way there's no way to do it without asking for a favor no we're still working on it you guys should work on it if you have some thoughts about this as a general concept let us know yeah i would love to know i think that or there, tell us how you network that's like, what i want us, yeah, yeah. If, if you have an experience where you have networked and it has like paid off in a in a really cool or interesting way let us right. know doing a good at gmail.com or find us on instagram at doing a good do you guys know what time it is dun, 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 dun. what's that what is that song that was a that was like a like sound. an intro to yeah, the intro yeah exactly okay uh it's time for the throne zone okay i am going to set my timer Okay, okay, here's the deal. We have to cover two episodes, which I is, know. I this don't is know how much. we're going to do never it. It's going to be crazy. All right. Let's just establish that freaking episode two was one of the most, um, like, heartwarming and heartbreaking episodes of that show ever. I cried about 14 times. Yeah, I didn't cry. No. But um, it, but it, it, it hit you in the feely spot, right? It, it did and it didn't. Um, I, I, I had mixed feelings about episode two. Uh, I, I really, really liked a, a lot of it and I totally, totally understand why it was a little more slow moving and why it was so dialogue based. Um, because they, you know, they're, they're setting the rest of the story for the next couple episodes and uh-huh. it, it was a super necessary episode. It hit me in the feely spot. You know, we got Brienne, now a oh night, we got... Arya had sex, which I guess is cool, with Gendry. I guess that's tight. You know what? The One of the podcasts that I listened to about Game of Thrones made a great point, which is that um, a lot of the women's relationships with 
sex in this show have been based in like rape or non-consensual acts. Oh, cool. So it is I get it now. Very cool that she was in charge of, of that scenario. Ma- yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's tight. Yeah. And I mean, I was cool with it. I, I think it is a was a cool moment for her to take charge of something in her own hands. Completely, totally in her own hands. Like, her whole journey, like, to become a faceless person mm-hmm. kind of was in her hands. But really, it wasn't. Like, there's been so much of her shit has not been in her hands. And finally, she was right. like, this is a thing I want, and I'm doing it. And well, that and felt a, cool. Yes, and a lot of her journey has been about, like, um, revenge. Yeah. And this was just about, for her. like, for her. Yeah. It's very tight. Which was really cool. Uh, what else happened uh, in episode two? It's hard for me to even remember. I don't know. We don't need to recap it. it we, yeah. I, I cried a bunch. Kendra didn't cry. If y'all didn't feel moved when Brienne got knighted, I don't know who I you definitely are. felt moved. I definitely felt yeah. moved. Okay. Episode Quest- three. Uh, episode three. Let me ask you this question. I'm ready. If you could bring back any character to fight in the next battle, the next, this battle, who would you bring back and why? Um, I wish you would have given me some insight that this was a question you were going to ask me because I feel unprepared. Uh, I guess Jorah, mostly because I wasn't really ready to see him go. However, I totally understand his death. I totally understand why they did it um in in the timing that they did it i totally get it but i'm just a jorah fan big jorah guy i think he's really smart yeah i think that he like could have had a lot to offer especially with the cersei lannister drama because he worked for the lannister you know it's like i feel like he could have given a little more at the end there you know what i'm gonna say he was he was on my short list of people that i was like absolutely these guys are not gonna make it um but i was really surprised by how long he was able to make it. Yeah. Like he fought with Danny for real. He was stabbed many times. Yeah. And he kept fighting. Yeah. And I love that his storyline, his story was that he didn't die until he had successfully defended her. Yeah. He is a fucking badass. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, he died for the one he loved, which is, like, totally what he wanted. And I, I, I love that for him. Way to go, Jorah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I I wish he wasn't gone. That's just... Yeah. Was a, I knew he was going to die sometime during the season. Yeah. Uh, here's my fucking gripe. What? Everybody's complaining about there not being more deaths, which just, like... Here's the fucking problem there. More deaths, especially main character deaths... D- it doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve the story. It doesn't serve the viewer. It doesn't, it just doesn't serve anyone. And I, I get, I'm so frustrated with people being like, oh, this felt boring because I, I like wanted more main characters what? to die. People are saying Oh, it's that? a major thing that's going on right now. Oh and it's my driving God. me crazy. No. And also, if you look back at Game of Thrones, yes, there's a lot of crazy death. There's a lot of unnecessary death. There's mm-hmm. a lot of surprising deaths. However, every death has a purpose because it is motivation or fuels somebody or provides somebody with revenge. We're past that. Everybody already, all of the main characters already have their motive. Yeah. They don't need someone else to die for a new motive. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So that's why, like, going back to the beginning, I'm like, all the Starks are going to live. That's my, I'm standing by it because there's no point for them to die. Also, I think that, like, we go, going into this battle, everyone was like, oh, so many people are going to die. Right. So 
one thing that the show always does is take what you think is going to happen and, and flip it opposite. on its head. And so I actually thought it was really cool that I expected to lose like five to seven main characters and we didn't. Well, we we did lose, I think, six main total? characters. I mean, Jorah, I would consider a oh, main. Yeah. I would con- um uh, Theon yeah. was a main. I feel like yeah. those are the two most main mains right. that we lost. And then the guy. Beric. Yeah. Ed from the Night's Watch. Uh, Liana Mormont. Oh my God, Liana. Um, and I think actually that's it. Yeah. I think that's the list. Maybe I'm forgetting no, one. No, I think but... that that's, I think you might be right. Um, so yeah, I appreciated like, that. Are you not happy with the deaths you already had? I just don't get it. People are complaining about wanting more deaths. Is first of all, that's dark. Secondly, <laughs> yeah, if you're if you wanted more deaths, then you have there's like bigger problems. This show is so great that that's the thing you're gonna complain about. Yeah, and I'm like, just buckle in for the ride. Yeah, dude, this is it. Don't spend the whole. There's been so much. Like I follow a, a lot of Reddit stuff about it too, mm. and it's like so many people are complaining, and I'm like, don't. This is all you get. This is the end of the yeah. show. Yeah. So savor the flavor, baby. What are you gonna? What's complaining about the end gonna do? Especially while it's happening, take it all in. Maybe you'll be surprised at the end that it did turn out the way you want. Like, yeah. Just don't don't bitch and moan about it. And a lot of people also were complaining about the first two episodes being like really slow. Oh I'm my like, god. Yeah, but you have to set Guys. it up. You have to set it up. People, so, people are just never going to be satisfied. I also thought this third episode was the uh, sound design was like truly incredible. Yeah. And the cinematography was really beautiful. I also loved how the second episode of this um, season was so dialogue based. And yeah. this third one had almost no, no. dialogue. Yeah. Which was really pretty tight. <clears throat> yeah. Also. um, What was I? Oh, I had it. Oh, okay. Here so it is. I've been hearing theories. Oh, I love um, theory. About how Bran, Bran Muffin, mm-hmm. little Mister Bran, was the Night King, right? Um, and I was never uh, really explained why, because he was touched, and because so. But then, so then he became the Night King. No, there there was like a theory that he was always like at the simultaneously together right. because he can live in like two worlds right. and two lives. So clearly, oh, oh Siri, get out of here! Stop it. So that's... Clearly, it's not the case. That's... Okay, right. Okay, that theory is dead now. The theory is dead. He's not the Night King. Night King's gone. R.I.P. What I really want to see happen now is... uh, I I don't feel super invested in Bran. In in the scheme of things, Bran is one of the characters that I'm less invested in. Sure. But I think that we need to understand what the Three-Eyed Raven does. Right. Like, why... What did the last three-eyed raven do on a day-to-day level? How is he... <laughs> what is like, yeah. what kind of coffee does he drink? Well, how is he like participating in the betterment of I think society? I don't think it's about the, bur- if he's the a betterment. Me- if he's just a memory keeper, I don't, yeah, then I don't what, think- what, he's not... I don't get it. I don't I think it's. A, I don't think he's about the betterment of society. I think he's an informational resource. He just like sits around and... Yeah. And I think and that... wargs on... Yeah, Birds? I do think that, well, I hope that next episode we get a little more detail into, like, what was going on there with Bran in episode three. Um, a lot of theory is that, like, he was using the ravens to watch the Night King to spy. Can I doing? not put my foot right there? No, you're just poking me. I'm with my little I know, toe. Why? Get out of here. Don't God, poke girl. me with your toe. Not during the throne zone. <laughs> 
Jeez Louise, we no, don't have enough time. On. Not in the throne zone. Um, that he was using when he warged into the ravens. He yeah. was like spying on the Night King, keeping an eye out. But then other people are like, well, why does he need to keep an eye out if he knows everything that's going to happen? Right. Also, but I'm he was unclear. also saying they were also saying that the the ravens were a distraction for the Night King or something like what? that. I don't know. It didn't seem like a distraction to me. Yeah. Um. Also, he can see all of the past. He can see around the present. I didn't think he could see the future. No, he can't. I don't think he can see the future. Okay. Great. Just want to be clear. Around the present, like the Theon example, I think, is that he, like, when the Night King showed up. Right. He he was like, he was, oh, I know. Now I can see it. You know. Oh, interesting. But yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, super, super thankful that the, um, oh, shit. The timer went off. You can't oh, hear it. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, I have one thing to say, and you can have one thing to say. No, there's the timer's off. Ten minutes. All right. That's it. We'll have to recap. I'll just next tell week. you off air. Yeah, yeah. Definitely tell me off air. Okay. You guys, the throne zone's over. It's safe. It's been great. It's hard, but I feel like we have to keep to that ten minute mark so that if people haven't watched, yeah, or they just don't care about Game Yo, of Thrones. Yo, there's a fuck. I followed and promptly unfollowed a couple of Instagram accounts that provided spoilers because <gasps> I, I was like literally like hours after the episode came out, people are and blasting thankfully, it I out. didn't see it, but this one account. Uh, that's like a sports account that I follow literally posted like the most important which I can't say it now because we're out of the throne zone but posted the most important part of episode three on their Instagram and that's in <laughs> it like I just don't understand why would it, what's the point and they caught so much flack for it and they're and they're like on their Instagram like just clapping back being assholes so I unfollowed yeah no thank I'm you not here for spoilers. I don't have to participate in no, that thank you Mm-mm. um you guys that's it, I think. We would love to email with you. Oh, we would love it. Yeah. So, you know, it would just bring us such delight. We would also love some reviews. Um, That would be so helpful. You could rate it, review it, like it, subscribe, subscribe it. Um, Pop it. Lock it. it. Lock it. Yeah. Whatever. You don't even have to email us stuff for us to read on the pod. We could, let's just, just like, talk. talk. Just chat. Let's just chat. Okay. We'll open our world to you. You open your world to us. It'll we'll be great. network like people we'll network. just trying to build friendships. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, you guys. All right. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.